everyone, welcome to Class 1A Pop-Dos, My Hero Academia Podcast. I'm going to be your homeroom teacher today, fanfic. I'm going to be the main homeroom teacher kind of leading this lesson. I'm here with James Graham. What's up, James? Hey, man. Hey, man. Some of you, as some of you might know me as Apothecary. Um, yeah, it's just myself and Dylan today. Uh, Andrew's uh, taking today off. Got some personal matters to attend to, so here we are. We're the cool teachers, though, you know. We're the ones that, like, put on the videos that let you get away with stuff. Yeah, we were the ones who were always brought in, like, the AV card. Like, that's us. That's what, that's what we do. Andrew's, Andrew's got a lesson plan. He has to stick to it. We don't do yeah. that. Yeah, we don't stick to that lesson plan. It's going to be all over the place. Um, so we're not going to bore you with, like, all the, you know, all the random stuff we usually say at the beginning. I'm just going to let you know that you should tell your friends about us and make sure that you give us five star on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. What, what do you uh, got? What do you got for them? I just the only thing I got to say, the only thing I'm instructed to say by the board, by everybody, um, is basically just you know if you guys do have any notes for us, if you, you know if you actually even if you guys like the more less structured, more free file, free form kind of thing that me and Dylan do, or if you want Andrew back and you hate the two of us, that's totally fine as well. Let us know. Let us know. It popped off. Uh, um, popped off on Twitter at popped underscore off, and as well email us at contact at popped off dot com. This is going to be a good episode. This is going to be a great episode. I can already feel it. I can feel it already, man. I can can feel feel it in the air, like the electricity is going off in the air, and I'm I'm ready for it. So I'm going to break down this episode into three beats. So this is going to be a little bit different because they were a little bit out of order. They weren't 100% in order. Um, But the three main beats of the episode um, were the class deciding on who is going to sing what and do what during the song and dance. Um, We had a really great lesson between All Might and Deku. And finally... We're going to talk about Gentle Criminal, who, I don't know, he's growing on me. I'm really liking Gentle, Cri- Gentle Criminal. He didn't even have to grow on me, dude. I loved him from the minute we got him, and then, like, yeah, I know. It's, he just keeps getting better. He just keeps getting even better. Yeah, so let's go ahead and jump into the first beat of the episode. So basically, this one revolves around Class 1A deciding what they're going to be doing for the school festival. They said they want to do a song and dance, but we're really getting into the nitty-gritty of this. So after a lot of deliberation, we're going to get Bakugo on the drums. Because he wants to kill others with his sound. And yeah, no, that <laughs> he kills it. I, I, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a discussion about that. Yeah, Tokuyami and Kaminari on guitar, Momo on piano, and Jiro on vocals. We even get a lot, little like small teaser section of Jiro singing, and it's it's a good one. Then Jiro's we have also the, on bass as well. Yep, that's true. Good point yeah. there. And then we have the effects team, which is going to be Kirishima, Todoroki, and Aoyama, who's a disco ball. And then Koda Sero are just like basically thrown in there because they don't know what to do with them. I guess they're gonna have some effects though. Yeah. And then the rest are dancers. So the second yeah, yeah the second beat of it um, is gonna be between All Might and Deku, where Deku learns different stages of his learning. So it's broken up into about seven of them. So one of them is hundred percent on his body, so basically that was when he just couldn't control anything and kept getting injured all the time. Then when he could control the percentage on one body part. So this is when he kind of learned to jump around. Control percentage on the whole body. Shoot style. When he finally realized, oh, I have feet. Then he (laughs) raised his control to 8%. Then we get 20% on the whole body for a short time, which is kind of where he was right before this lesson. And then the final lesson that he learns that day is to control high percentages for a short time on a single body part. So this kind of means, like, you know, if All Might was jumping around at 100% all the time, you know, it would just be a disaster zone all the time. So he kind of learns to to control it at each different time. 
And then the final beat of the show is with Gentle Criminal. So we get some exposition on how he's a failing YouTuber and he keeps getting his videos taken <laughs> down and his YouTube channel deleted. Um, and so him and Labrava restart his YouTube channel and then they start prepping to sneak into the school, I guess. Because um, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I guess that's what a criminal who... I, he's not, like, evil, he, but he's he, clearly a criminal. He's a criminal, yeah. But, like, and, but I mean, the lo- the thing I love about, like, Gentle Criminal, he even talks about Stain being like, that's not my thing. I don't, I'm not violent, right? I'm just a criminal. I'm a gentle criminal. Like, he, like, even goes back to his name, dude. I love I love him. He's doing it. He's doing everything for me. Yeah, he's so that's a, that's a quick recap of the three beats of the episode. So let's go back to the first one. And let's talk about maybe the most fun is everyone prepping for the uh before the song and dance yeah yeah okay cool so yeah basically like i figured this would kind of be how they flesh it out is like you know some like little nitpicky thing about each character like you know like you find out like bakugo took like you know music lessons in the beginning right and like that whole speech he did i didn't know how to like i didn't know where it was going initially i don't know if you were the same boat like were you just like sitting there being like uh what like what, what what the hell is happening right because i thought like because i mean we, we had that we had that scene where it cut back to the general studies class kind of chirping you know the the hero chorus being like oh they got screwed over by criminals or they only got screwed over by the league of villains oh they got screwed over by the league of villains and made our lives hell too so now bakugo wants to kill them with music i guess i guess that's, that's... I, I don't know they had to get some motivation in there because like of course he was going to be on drums of course, of course he was of course he was um and he kills it too i love it like he just gets up there and starts jamming yeah i mean like i don't know if you noticed but he's also barefoot when he does it like he's like i mean he immediately just like jumps right into it and i, I love i love sarah just chirps him he's like i heard i heard it's really difficult <laughs> like i heard i heard like it's really hard to do that i think i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure it was sarah that like chirped him but yeah like they know what <laughs> buttons to press at this point for him I mean, we're like, we're, you know, we're this deep now. Like, yeah, everybody knows exactly what to say to get under Bakugo's skin. So that's great. And then, yeah, we got uh, Tokiyami and Kaminari on the guitar. I know your boy tried to play guitar. And, like, I love I love when we got a little bit of fourth wall break there. Because, like, my character design literally doesn't let me play the guitar. <laughs> like, he, he, so he, good. He's getting what he wants, though. He's going to be in the har- uh, the harem part of the dance. So it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, she literally just, like, knew exactly what to say to him. Like, I love it, because we're at the point where there's so much character, like, everybody knows each other so well that they know exactly what buttons to push to get them motivated. It's perfect. I love it. Uh, yeah. And then, like, and then we get some, like, we get some, like, realis- like, like realistic points, too, with, like, uh, with Tokoyami saying, like, you know, I gave up at the F chord, right? Which is, like, a thing, right? Like, that's a, that's a real thing, right? So, like, I'm happy to see that. Um, and then, yeah, we got, uh, you know, I mean, Momo's, of course, like a, a loaded, you know, well-educated woman. Of course, played woman. the piano. Of, of course, course played the piano. piano. T- tutor that came over and taught her, of course. Exactly, right? So, um, and yeah, and then, like you said, we got, we got actually, to see, like, to hear what Jiro's vocals what were gonna sound like, because I know that was a big discussion last week, where it was like, okay, what is the song actually gonna sound like, right? So, and who's gonna do it? So, it, it reminded me a lot of, I don't, I don't even know if you saw the show, but it's classic, uh, Angel Beats. Remind me just like one of those sections on how they do the music of where it's like very clearly a song written for the show, the but show. it's not yeah. like, or sorry, not written for the show, but like you can place it into the show. It feels natural, but like clearly it's done by like real artists. It's not like 
you know, something kind of just thrown together or anything like that, mm, um, yeah. which is good, which is good. And, and they didn't, like, repeat the, like, opening uh, soundtrack or anything like that, which is which is cool. So maybe we'll get some some really good songs in here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm also really excited to see, like, what actual, um, like, uh, like, band they actually, you know, put this out to and see, like, you know, what, what they do with it, right? So, yeah, no, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be really sick. I love the idea of them making their own, like, raining ice chips, like, just with Kirishima and Todoroki. They're just like, yeah, you're just going to hold, like, a, a block of ice up and he's just going to beat the crap out of it the entire time. Yeah, and I then, really like Aoyama. Like, you're gonna be a disco ball, and he's like, perfect. Just yeah, he's perfect. like super okay with that, right? Exactly. So, uh, yeah, and then we have, and then we have like you know, uh, Koda and Sarah. Like you said, we don't really know what they're doing. Koda or Sarah wants to use something with his tape. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll get something with animals with Koda. Who knows? Um, and then yeah, then we get um, you know. Everybody else is a dancer. Everybody else just got, like, shoved to the side as a dancer, right? Which, you know what? I am so happy that Deku is just a dancer. I'm just, like, you know, he's not getting main character treatment where he's just, like, of course he's in the band or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, he is literally doing, like, a secondary thing, right? So that's good. I'm yeah, happy the show does the show... a really good job of balancing out that, like, hey, there's other characters. Give them a little bit of time to shine. This isn't all about the main character. It does a really good job of that because, like, we have that happen all the time um with, with like different like uh story arcs like there's story arcs that just like Deku's not really a part of like obviously he gets roped into the the most major ones because he's a main character but still like I, I don't know I really appreciate that about the show yeah like I mean like even like just with like Jiro alone like this isn't the first time Jiro's been in like the spotlight her and Koda had her big fight against President Mike and stuff like that but even that was even more Koda focused too um but yeah like I mean just off the top of my head, too, like, they, it's like they kind of, like, rotate through who, which secondary cast member comes into the, comes into the big, you know, into fruition, right? They did the same thing with Shoji when, basically, Bakugo got, cap, like, you know, kidnapped, right? Like, he was the main secondary character to Deku, right? So, um, yeah, I, like, they do, they do do a really good job. We, we don't get it beat to death with Deku, like, you know, so it's nice. It's a nice change. Um, but I think that kind of sums up everything as far as, like, the song and dance and everything like that, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm hyped for it. I'm, I'm really excited to see what they do with it. Um, so let's go ahead and pivot over to the second beat of the show, um, which is basically the, the training section. I liked it. I thought it was really cool. Um, I think we were talking about earlier, or was it before the show or a little bit earlier that, like, you were excited to see All Might again? Oh, it was like I think it was like yeah. I think well, I don't know. I said it during the show too, so I, like I don't know. It, it all blurs together. <laughs> it all hard, blurs together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, I was just like generally happy to see all my back in the main cast because I mean he really was like a big for me at least. He was a big selling point for me, getting me into the show, right? This crazy all powerful dude, and like I mean for me it sucked that he lost his powers and stuff, but like it's nice to see him in such a good mentor role, and. I mean, he was always chirped by Gran Torino at being, like, a dog shit teacher, right? Like, I mean, that was, like, he was, like, you don't know how to teach. You know, you, like, you know, you do all these things naturally, but you don't know really how to instill wisdom onto others, right? But with this, like, I mean, we we got, like, we literally got a chronological breakdown of Deku's, like, power scale, which is kind of cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you don't usually get stuff like that, right? Like, this seems but like something that someone on Reddit had written up before, in like a post i'm like oh well, this is really cool like here's like the different stages that you can test his power level at um but like it's cool that it's like in the show itself yeah and i think i think they can get away with it where it is like a teaching dynamic right like i mean like 
it's like he he can relay it back to him to show him his progress and it doesn't feel forced right it doesn't like like you said it doesn't feel like something that's ripped from right at the somebody's like oh let's just look at deku's timeline right and then uh yeah so i so thought that one... was really cool go no sorry go ahead i was gonna say the one thing about it though um and and i i'm not trying to harp on this like too much or anything this feels like it would have been much 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 better um coming from um Lemillion. I don't know why, oh, but yeah. like, like eh. the con- the concept of, oh, you have to make sure that you're controlling it at different intervals, you know, using using maybe your fingers and not using like your legs or whatever at the same time and just doing things individually. It, I don't know it feels like that's his power, right? Like his whole power on like how he can like phase through things would have been like doing one arm at a time and stuff, kind of like what Deku was showing him at the end of last season. I think it was like at the very last episode of last season. Um, that's when that kind of thing got revealed, but. Um, I don't know, like, it, it feels like it maybe should have came from him, or he should have learned it from him. I can see, I, I, you know what, I, I, I very much agree with that, because, like, um, yeah, it, like, it literally plays in his power so well. The only, the only, I guess, counterpoint I'd have to that is, Lemillion's going through a ton of shit right now anyways. Well, like, yeah, yeah, of course, <laughs> right? like, and, and I think, and I, I definitely think All Might is, like, it makes sense that he's doing that, because, like, he does the same exact thing. So it, it totally yeah. makes sense that he's he's telling them that, too. Yeah, but no, I totally see the justification of, like, why, like, Lemillion could do this just as well, if not maybe a little better. Um, I think the only, I think the only thing that really buffs it up in All Might's thing is it is All Might's power, so he knows exactly what to do with it, right? And, like, I, I, I do like that they weigh in, like, being, like, if All Might was running at 100% all the time, it would literally just be a giant shockwave the entire time because he just bristles that much. But we saw it, we saw it when Deku was went Super Saiyan God flying through the air, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> like, his hair Super went Super Saiyan blue. God 3, Super Saiyan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, seriously, man. I was just, I, like, that entire segment, I was waiting for a spirit bomb. Like, that's just how, that's how it was. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, See, this is the nice part with Andrew Nine Years. We can make a bunch of Dragon Ball references, and he can't get worked up. So, I, I don't know, like it, especially with like new Dragon Ball, um, with like all the you know the wild Super Saiyan transformations. It did seem like that, of where it's like he's uh, he, he's <laughs> his hair to blue this time, I guess. Yeah, oh, well, that's just it. Like, I mean, like it would, you know, I'd almost rather it didn't change like i understand he was bristling that much power but like why is your hair changing color like unless it was like i don't know in i know we're and i know we're going back a little bit with this like this little like you know uh trip down memory lane with that but we saw we got homage to one punch man in that fight scene too and now we got his hair changing color so like i don't know maybe it was my hero doing like you know a bunch of like tributes to a bunch of other anime i don't know like i mean wouldn't surprise me they they, they seem to be pretty good with that stuff yeah, but, my uh, hero yeah. tributes things all the time, and I, I think we talked about this in, a, in in earlier episode, like maybe towards the beginning of the the season, that like it, just even things like Star Wars, like they just reference Star Wars all the time, and they reference other shows all the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? So they're not, yeah, and they they, they they know that people are gonna get them, that it's not gonna feel forced or anything like that, right? But yeah, back to the whole mentorship thing. Like, I mean, it was really cool because like it shows. I think it's like it, it like. It not only shows, like, another learning thing that Deku has to understand, but it also shows how All Might so naturally mastered this power, where he was exerting force in, like, like in, like, a certain percentage in certain areas in such rapid succession, too. Think about his fight with, like, Nomu, just, like, just that one there. He probably didn't have that much power, like, everywhere, but his arms were probably, like, overloaded for that, like, you know, 
like upper body more or less because he was getting punched at the same time, right? But like I mean, again, he's not like he's he's not doing these really quick like explosions that like are very like over the top. Like everything was in quick, quick succession with him, right? So it really does show how like I mean it, it, it puts All Might on a power scale again, and we 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 kind of figure out where he is on that with his power because of how how naturally he kind of harnessed all that, right? So. Um, yeah, and don't and don't forget that um, also his 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 peak control had to be insane because we saw a little bit during the show, um, but if you remember back to the movie, they had that scale on basically his power how it was going down over time. Yeah, and he yeah, was yeah. at like maybe a third or something. So just thinking about like Golden Age, like All Might, and how much like control he must have had because he had like hundred percent power. He was jumping around doing all this stuff, like being an amazing hero, yet keeping all that super contained like that mm. like that kind of scale is like really crazy to think about yeah exactly and it like to me like it just it shows what deku can be too which makes it really crazy like really cool to see because i don't think we don't I, I know we don't know exactly when in all might's life he got his power but i don't think it was at the same time that deku got his i don't think I'm it was it sure. was late in life um he did yeah. mention it was it was late in life but we we don't know i think exactly when yeah, because he know because I mean he went. Well, I don't know because again we like to, we like to discount the movie all the time, but like so him and uh, what's his face like the two of them were together and he went to I can't remember if he went to high school in in the United States or he went to post secondary. It was uh, university. Yeah. Okay. So he went post secondary and like I mean that's when we saw like peak like not peak all might but like adolescent all might that was like flying around like san francisco not san francisco but definitely san francisco right so i mean yeah it, it, so like in deku's in like the equivalent of grade 10 right now having like you know learning all this shit so it's it, like it, where he's going to be is even crazier than what all might can be right so we better get a muscle for him though we better get a muscle uh i don't know dude. I, like un- unless know they not. unless they do a time skip of where like he's an, he's older, I, I they can't do a muscle form. It'd be so weird. Like just seeing like regular Deku just like get buff but have like a small <laughs> head still. Well, it is like, no, dude. He's gotta get that all might face he gets, man. Like he's gotta get he's gotta get that on top of it. That's perfect. We uh, need that. That'd be too good. And like he would still have that like at least in the sub he has like this kind of high pitch voice. Yeah, you like always uneasy kind of thing too, right? Like but just like this mass of a man doing it. Oh, it'd be perfect. But yeah, I mean, uh, let's 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 go over to the the final beat of the episode, which is with General Criminal. And man, the, he, I love General Criminal Criminal so much, dude. He's just like, it's relatable, you know. I can really relate relatable. to that guy. <laughs> yeah, man. He He's just he just wants to get some views. <laughs> he just yeah, he wants some he wants some notoriety through YouTube, man. What's wrong with that? And you know that channel's not monetized. You know it's oh no, it demonetized instantly. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, but it was, you know, it was, they did a nice way, too, of, like, showing, like, his intro video, because she had to re-upload everything, so you watch the first one, and, like, how we kind of, like, started selling his stick and stuff like that. Um, and I, the <laughs> perfect thing I love about this show, and they did this, is they were going through the comments about the J-Store thing, and it was just, like, this guy's really, like, you know, he's really washed up, like, I mean, he's, like, it's stressing me out how bad he is, and then, like, the last comment is, like, show us La Barbara. <laughs> Or La, La Brava, like I mean, like that is like that is like perfect. Like that is yeah. so YouTube comments, right? Like, 
like they captured it like super well like the only thing i think they could have captured it more is if like someone just like spam w like www like the <laughs> japanese lol yeah, yeah yeah that's the that's the only thing we were missing from that but i mean like overall i think they did a pretty good job yeah it was really good um i'm excited about seeing his thing because originally i think we were speculating that he was going to be doing something with the festival but i think now it's just like he's just gonna go on a wacky adventure sneaking into the school <laughs> for no reason but like i, I don't I, it's good i think it's good to have like a, a fun comical villain because like like when's the last time we really had like something that the stakes were incredibly low like it the, the stakes are so low here that they're not even going after the festival they're just he's just gonna sneak into the school well he just yeah he literally just wants to make a point of it being like look how good i am at this you guys have beefed up security and i'm still showing up right but like that's just it like it doesn't seem like he's like he's not gonna try and kidnap anybody he's not gonna try and blow anything up he's just gonna be there just to be like hey guys i did it check my youtube video right like subscribe comment below right like, <laughs> that's that's gonna be that's gonna be gentle man and i love i love that labrava is so on board for everything like she's just like super into it right so but yeah i know man i've been i've been a fan of this character and he's like again like you we see more of his like his aesthetic and his getup. he's got a cane like i mean and it looked like either he can make his power affect somebody else or LaBrava's got something similar, because they both use that distortion to get up in the air, right? Yeah, what I was thinking, though, is that he uses his power to do that distortion, and they're just both just jumping normally. So, like, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah, he just distorts the ground, and then they're just jumping. And they're just jumping, yeah. So it makes me, like, so that kind of leaves LaBrava's quirk, like, up in the air. You don't really know what it is, right? Yeah, because, I mean, like, she's just, like, weirdly small, like she's yeah. either like i don't know five or just like <laughs> just or a, a cartoon person, character like, <laughs> yeah yeah or maybe she's just an anime character and she's just really little man like yeah because like i mean she doesn't act mature or like immature like i mean she acts younger but she's not like she's not like a kid right like so she clearly knows what's up so yeah i don't know man but like i like i like that he has like these reasonings to why he screws with stuff like his whole big jstor thing right like i mean but of course in typical youtube fashion nobody cares about that right like i mean so it's yeah it just stayed so true so I and, mean, and like, i also like the stakes of like the reason why he's going after them is because they did something bad i guess but not horrible and evil it was just like <laughs> we just we just said things were were expiring later than they should have been it was very ungentlemanlike, and that's why he went after them <laughs> Uh, it's good though um and like i said i'm i am excited we get it like a fun criminal and not something serious all the time so it's it's good it's good yeah dude like it's it, like it honestly it gets exhausting after a while and they're kind of like i mean i, I get this is really like a shojin trope at the same time of like having like a fun bad guy but i mean like um another thing though in that youtube video is that he referenced two other bad guys that don't get haven't been brought up at all yeah and and because i think this because she said it was like his first youtube videos i assume it was years and years ago when mm -hmm. when when i think the hero structure wasn't uh cemented um and they especially mentioned that because it was all might in his old suit um i think that was golden era um suit and uh, yeah what was the other two names of the villains because they had all for <sighs> one obviously 
And they and had then... all for one. They had a thief, like just a thief that who reminded me of somebody from like Hunter x Hunter. He kind of yeah, reminded me. You're right. Yeah. You're totally yeah. right, actually. Yeah, he had that similar aesthetic. And then we also had like basically the leader of the Red Ribbon Army as Destro? the guy. I think it was like Destro uh, or Distro yeah. or something like that. Like, yeah, it was like it was a like, shortened version of like destruction. Yeah, exactly right. But like, I mean, again, like it looked like a it looked like almost like a paramilitary movement, right? So, I mean, like I was really, I was really intrigued by that character. Their emblem was like a mouse or something like that, or like a rat or something. I'm not too sure. But yeah, like again, like we don't know what the timeline is on how long ago the video was uploaded. Probably years ago. And like, yeah, they talked about how it was like it wasn't heroes and villains. It was vigilantes and freedom, right? Like that was the that was the big thing, right? So that like I mean like we got a lot of world building and just that one little like intro right it was nice. Yeah, I I can't <laughs> believe we almost like uh, forgot about that, but it's 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 true and it's exciting because like we talk literally every single week we do this where we go it's so cool that they put little world building things in like every little corner of the the show and they they do it they still find ways to do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and like and they do it like and they do it so like. I don't want to say masterfully, but it was, it's pretty well, it's pretty like their, their way of getting it in there is pretty well done. It's not forced. It's like, she got it. Like, I mean, you can clearly see what hook LaBrava into his shtick, which is like, you know, this, this intro video he came out with. Right. So, I mean, like, so yeah, no, I thought it was, I thought it was, I thought it was super cool. And then we, so it's not the preview, but it's after the credits. It's like a post credit scene. It's like a post credit scene where he's like talking about like the types of tea and stuff like that depending on what he does so i mean clearly he's a, like a, a coffee and tea connoisseur right like that's clearly his thing which we do see in the outro because in the outro he's actually one of those pitchers which i thought was interesting yeah we uh, we actually see how young or not young he is i guess i don't know so i guess before we we kind of jump into the preview and all that is there any like big overarching things that you want to talk about the episode before we wrap it up um, like, I mean, this, like, I mean, this show really was, like, this episode really was broken down into three points. So, I mean, like, it's kind of hard to find, like, an overarching theme, I guess. Or, like, anything the... you want to go back and, and touch upon oh, that we didn't, uh, we, we didn't talk about. Not really, no. I think, I think we kind of beat every, every section to death pretty good, so. All right, cool. So, let's go ahead and jump into our favorite part of the show. The part where we pick the Plus Ultra recipient. <laughs> So I'm going to just go off and say it. I know who it is. It was Jiro. It was Jiro? Okay. She's That's... good. She's good. One, she's, like, up for the challenge now and ready to, like, take this whole thing on. And two, mm. she has a great voice. Husky sexy is how it was described. <laughs> Husky sexy. Jesus Christ, man. Uh, I mean, you know, like, again, we, 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 we run in these episodes more and more where there's not anybody who clearly – does like anything like spectacular but like i mean they all have like their own little points but i think i'm gonna go with jiro too this one um i want to find a reason to give it to criminal but like i like he just kind of monologued this time so i won't give it to him this time around so yeah jiro jiro definitely gets it yeah for sure easy easy choice here easy so choice this week let's go over to the the preview and james james give us the preview yeah so um the next episode next week's episode is called golden tips imperial which uh, alluded to in the preview is a legendary type of tea um, that basically, while Gentle Criminal is kind of uh, preparing for his next dastardly scheme, he finishes this and then a crisis will arise 
after like upon its completion. Um, on top of that as well, Eerie also visits the school, and she looks basically like a kid again. She's not in like a robe. She looks adorable. Like, so yeah, that's that's really what we get from the from the preview for next week. Yeah. So with that, thank you all so much for attending this week's session of Class One A. Next week we'll go into that preview episode. Uh, we'll talk about Golden Tips in Imperial and uh, give a breakdown, hopefully, with all three of us. Uh, yeah, and make sure you tell your friends about Class 1A Podcast uh, and hit us with a five-star review wherever that option is possible. And make sure you check out popedoff.com and twitter.com slash pop underscore off if you want to keep updated on this podcast and all the other stuff we do. But that's all for this week. Hope to see you next Saturday. Bye,